It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me, as always, is my brother from another mother. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Trader Andy. What's up, my man? What's going on? I don't know, man. You're looking a little extra bald these days. What's up with that, man? You finally joined the club? Well, no, I just I do myself now, um, and I shave my own head, and uh, you know, there's just no uh, fading in. It's just gone. Do, do you do you want to know something funny? I in the last 25 years, I've spent a grand total of thirty dollars on haircuts in my life, right? And that thirty dollars was on your wedding day. <laughs> And it's kind of awkward because I see my old uh, uh, girl who does my hair. She goes to picks up her kids at the same school as mine. And uh, yeah, it's a little awkward. She looks at me. She's always talking about my hair. I'm like, yeah, I do it by myself. You know, there's no massages or anything involved in it. So it's kind of like I, I'm getting short and just stick. But, you know, I kind of like it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Flanking Trader Andy to the left is Mr. Nick Mimi. What's up? What's going on? Right What's up, bro? What's going on? How are you? Not too much. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Let's get right into the crux of this thing. So uh, we're talking week eight now. Uh, We're just about at, uh, actually, we are at the halfway point of the fantasy football season. Uh, It's treated us pretty well. What's that? Last year's halfway. New extra game this year. Yep. Well, most leagues are ending after after week 14 and then 15, 16, 17 for the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the halfway point of the regular season. Excuse me. <laughs> all right. But overall, pretty good results for us, right? Fishbowl, we're looking good. We're all over 500, uh, either, either in the playoffs or just outside looking in. So we should get there. That's pretty exciting. Uh, and our guy, our guy uh, Pig Bird, is actually a number one seed in his – division so yeah. I don't know what the hell that's all about if you're here today pig bird i think maybe we should bring you on and uh let you do the intros from this point forward <laughs> <laughs> all right but but the season's been good and we got through by mageddon right it was a tough week but uh you know we reigned supreme we got through it uh, and we're ready to ready to trudge forward into the second half of the season so nick where do you want to start off man you want to you want to Let's go with quarterbacks first. What do you say? Let's change it up. We usually yeah, do that. Yeah, let's do that. All so, right. um, yeah, so, super, so quarterbacks, I mean, my waiver wire article, I kind of just hit with the uh, super flex options. I put the new the new starting quarterback, apparently, Derrick Henry, on there. He has a touchdown pass on the season. <laughs> so I think he should be rostered as a quarterback. I'm going to make a petition for that for the uh, fishbowl. Okay, can I take a victory lap on do it? being the only guy out there that had him number two overall? And it turns out he was really number one overall. So mm-hmm. that's my guy, man. And it'll stay that way for a long time. Oh, yeah. So outside of Derrick Henry's uh, magical touchdown pass, the um, the big names, especially if you're in a super flex and you are absolutely gutted. Uh, last week in Scott Fish, I started Case Keenum and I started Davis Mills. It was atrocious. And I barely lost because Tyler Lockett can't catch a pass from Geno. But um, keep an eye on Tyrod Taylor. He's coming back potentially this week, and they need every bit of help they can get. Uh, Taylor Heineke, Heineke, 
He had 10 rushes for 95 yards on Sunday. I don't know if you guys were aware of that, but he actually had some good rushing stats. And I would highly, highly not recommend this ad. However, if it's a super flex and you're just completely desperate for garbage points, uh, you can go with Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Oh, oh, Mike, wait. Please that don't, man. Please. Your desperation. You button. Mute him. Mute him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just want to make a note, too. This is the last waiver process before the trade deadline. The trade deadline is going to be Tuesday, and waivers obviously will process Wednesday. So now could be the time to add any potential trade targets. Marlon Mack is one. Uh, I saw Andy Isabella's name being tossed around from the uh, Cardinals. So he could potentially, maybe he goes to a Detroit, maybe he goes somewhere where he can have a starting role from day one. But um, back to the quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, you're trying to do the whole podcast in five minutes here, bro? Come on. Let's just go back. I mean, I think the Dolphin fans should answer this. Uh, Tua, he's 42% rostered. Uh, where is he playing next week? You want to take Buffalo. that one? <laughs> <laughs> they almost murdered him. <laughs> like, no shot, dude. Like, like I, I mean, I'm going to start him in Scott Fishbowl and and in most super flex spots. You're still going to start him, but no, it's bad. It's really bad. Don't do it's it. It's bad too. Yeah, and it's both the, the tour news right now is hot and heavy because the uh, the Sean Watson rumors are flying left and right. Um, they have been think, for I, eight I, months. I don't think a trade's going to happen. Personally, I think they're going to wait to the off season. But I don't know what's going I, on right now. I've heard that before. Yep. Right. But, but, not, I don't think but, it's happen. So, so let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Why? Why wouldn't it be? And you're you're the you're the draft guy, man. As a Jets fan, you've been focused yeah. on the draft oh, for what, three totally, weeks totally already. Ten, 10 years. So, like, isn't Philadelphia a better fit for Deshaun Watson right now? So the word was he didn't he doesn't want to go to Philly. He has no trade clause, and apparently somebody said that he doesn't want to go to Philly. But Philly could have three potential picks in the top 15. And that's a, per, that's a perfect match. And Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts can go right to him. Houston. He can go right to Philly. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. I don't think Watson wants to go to Philly. Right. He wants Miami. But it, it's a fluid situation. It could change on the fly. I, I don't buy it. I don't pay attention to it anymore. It has been consistently. It's going to go up until 350 on Tuesday afternoon. I go later than that. I mean, I, I'd love for him to be a jet, but there's just far too many massage parlors uh, in the uh, tri-state area to to uh, <laughs> deal with that. I, I want nothing. I want nothing to do with that because that is a classic jet move. You trade for him and he gets suspended day one. Right. I want no. I want no part of that. Right. Well, I I I mean, the the bottom line though is if if you're in a situation where you know, you have a back end quarterback one, or you're in a super flex. If he's available in your league, you got to pick him up because the chance of just hitting pay dirt and him him being on the field in, in two weeks is is just too good. And here's the thing: if he's not traded by Tuesday, next Tuesday night, you're dropping him for the next right. waiver. Exactly. So it's not like exactly. you're losing anything. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you got to go. So, but you meant you mentioned the guy that's the quarterback of his team right now, Tyrod Taylor, might be back this week, which I'm very yeah. interested in. This it's a it's yeah. a pretty pretty rough matchup with the Rams, uh, but you know he showed early in the season a a, a floor of rushing that you know his, makes, makes him a solid QB two right there. Yeah, his his only weakness is um, San Diego uh, doctors. 
or L.A. Doctors, whatever it is. That's his only <laughs> weakness. My, steal my jokes, bro. My they, jokes. they they do play again in like they play they play the Chargers in like six weeks. Man. Oh, he's got to stay out of that He's got to stay out of that Stay away. <laughs> but but leading up to that, he gets the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, the Seahawks, and the Jaguars, and not any of them are putting fear in any quarterback right now. No, so no, no, not at all. He's a great pickup right now. Oh, 100% he is, especially a super flex. I would drop Davis Mills right now for him if I could. Well, that's the other thing, too, is I, I don't know if you've heard it, but I, I, I've seen his name brought up as a, a rumor for trades as well because, you know, maybe they want to they want to start focusing on draft picks for the first time ever. And, you know, maybe they want to take an extended look at Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor isn't the right fit for them right well, now. Well, I mean – just look at it. Joe Flacco just went for a six conditional five potentially. So, I mean, if I can get a six round pick for Tyrod Taylor, I'm doing that right now. About yep. the Texans, but then again, the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins for nothing, so it's all over the place. All right, David Johnson. We might talk about him later. Hey. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk a couple other quarterbacks. Um, uh, Dak Prescott left the last game at the very end of the game with a calf strain. Uh, you think he's looking good to go for this week? Uh, he's yeah, got he'll, Minnesota. He'll yeah, yeah, he's fine. Matchup proof. Minnesota's good against the quarterback, but we we don't care he's about that, proof. right? He's he's a, he's a locked in starter every week. I, I I think the whole Cowboys offense is basically mm-hmm. matchup proof at this point, right? Yeah, and I was we're gonna get into it later with uh, waiver wire pickups, but uh, Michael Gallup might be back this week too. So nice. he's nice. he's gonna get another weapon. Nice. And let's go to Cleveland for a little bit. You mentioned uh, using uh, Case Keenum in the fishbowl, which I did as well. And he put up 13 and a half points, which is more than I could ask for. Uh, Baker Mayfield with the, with the labrum tear in the shoulder. Mm, what do you think? I, it it, it's, it still mine. looks like he may not play again this week. I tore mine two years ago, and I worked on it for a whole year, and it was absolutely painful. Um, yeah, it's bad. Not a good injury to have, and the recovery is at least six months or so. So right. I, I don't know how he's going to play through it. It's tough. It's excruciating. You get hit on that shoulder. It's going to make it worse. If I'm in the Browns, throw him on IR. Let him rest for a little bit. You you won last week. Just just rest him. Right. That That's my contention, too, is if it's torn, it's torn. It's mm-hmm. not going to get better. No, it's still it's torn. Like, like, it's, like it, it's a pain management thing that's not going to yes. get better. Yeah, I I would have cortisone shots in my shoulder and it did nothing. Wow. Then again, I'm not a professional athlete whatsoever, but. All right. So those of us that have picked up Case Keenum and are using him and might be counting on him, we don't feel good about having the Steelers this week, do we? No, no, not at all. (laughs) No. So (laughs) it's funny because as we're talking about quarterbacks here, my fishbowl team, I have Tua in a bad matchup. I have Tyrod that we just talked about. And I also have Case Keenum, who we just talked about. So do me this favor. All three of them are healthy. All of them are all of them are starting. Pick two. Case Keenum, who else? Tyrod and Tua. Tua and uh are, are there any good place kickers available? Yeah. <laughs> well, Chubb, well, Chubb, Chubb is back this week, also. Yep. Yep. Some early word. All right. All right. Which will pay off for me in another league in the, in the guillotine league, but that's another whole another story. 
All right, a couple of uh, quarterbacks with some good matchups this week before we move on to running backs. Uh, how you feel about Daniel Jones with no wide receivers, but he's got Kansas City, and they're all right now number three in the NFL behind Hurts uh, and Lamar in rushing yards for quarterback. Looking good, yeah. huh? Yeah, I think he's going to get at least um, Shepard back. Shepard was pretty close to playing on Sunday, and um, Tony seems to be week to week. He could possibly throw uh, it to himself as well. I mean, he has some yeah. good hands. Like yeah, he's got he's got some catch. Team. Yep. And we don't know what's going on with Galladay. That was just a waste of a contract, but anyway. All right. Uh, Teddy, two gloves against the football team. Uh, they're they're basically bleeding out to quarterbacks right now. We're going to start Teddy Bridgewater in a lot of situations. He looks horrible. <laughs> Not looks so terrible. much, Nick. No, let no, it go. No. If I'm a Bronco so, fan, I'd be pretty upset right now if that I passed on Mac Jones and uh, Justin Fields. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, how do we feel about Carson Wentz against Tennessee? Tennessee is absolutely horrible to the quarterback. Wentz, yeah. Wentz with a 12-1 to 1 touchdown to INT ratio so far. He's doing great. Feed Jonathan Taylor. Yep. I think Wentz might actually uh, – if they could find their way to win that division – he might find his way into the MVP conversation. Think yeah, about it. I mean, I mean, Think about it. That's a good team. That's a good team on yep. paper. Yep. You just got Quentin Nelson back. Jonathan Taylor's right now probably the top three dynasty running back. Nice. All right. Anything else on quarterbacks before we move to the meat and potatoes and talk about running backs? Yeah, Joe Flacco. Ah, running backs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I see some Black. sick photoshops of Joe Flacco in a Jet jersey. Look, they look awesome. Oh, he's in a great shape of his life. Yeah. Breaking news: that was real. <laughs> that was real. Crap, Adam Gates. All right. So on the running back front, we got a couple of big injuries this week. Uh, Nick, let's start with Miles Sanders. What do we expect here? Yeah, Miles and... Sanders. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's looking like a sprained ankle. I think that's what I saw. Um, probably week to week basis Kenneth Gainwell probably was mass dropped I think all over because the Eagles absolutely have no idea what they're doing and um Tampa Bay Buccaneer game I think what do you have like two three four five carries it was it was minimal and um yeah I think Kenneth Gainwell was probably dropped all over the place so he's definitely someone to uh take a look out for well the, believe the thing ESP, con- what's that the thing I'm concerned with on Gainwell is he had a key fumble in the game this week and after that we saw a steady diet of boston scott mm-hmm. uh you know if he's still in the rookie doghouse for the fumble yeah. they, they got detroit this week uh you know I, to I, get I, well I, spot get right I, I don't know i i kind of view it as a sneaky lions money line bet but I hope so. It, it may very well be a get right spot. I, I mean they showed a lot of fight the Lions last week. I think, oh, I think yeah. they're ready to they're ready to take one. They should have two wins right now. Yep. All right. So so we're looking at uh Gainwell. We're looking at Gainwell's probably your top waiver wire ad if your waivers are yeah. running tonight. Boston Scott on the cheap. Uh and one of one of them's gonna pop off. One of them's gonna have mm-hmm. a big week this week. I'm not sure which one. Hopefully it's the uh, one you pick up. Yep. Well, I, I I usually tend to make make my decision based on which one's cheaper, and I'll take the cheaper one and and hope that the 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 coach speak goes a little different than what the consensus expects with with Gainwell. 
the other guy I saw in uh, his arc I like was Bolden as well. He uh, yeah, it's like he's taking on the James White role and uh, doing pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what? But Bolden also you have to figure it out with JJ Taylor too. I mean, the the whole New England backfield situation is guess what a mess. I, I think I, well, Bill Belichick hates fantasy, so he just randomly inactivates uh, Reminder Stevenson out of nowhere. Um, Brandon Bolden's a James White role. I don't think he's going to lose any snaps, any reps whatsoever. I think JJ Taylor is more affected by Damian Harris than anything. So I think Brandon Bolden's going to have standalone value, at least flex play at this point. All right. Uh, no, another injury that we're dealing with is Josh Jacobs out in Las Vegas. Left the game with a chest injury. Kenyon Drake popped off for the second week in a row in the high double digits of uh, of PPR points. They are on a bye this week. Nick, what do you expect to be the return when we go into week nine with these two? I expect myself to start a ton of Kenyon Drake and have Peyton Barber completely ruin it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you there, man. All right. Something um, I'm going to avoid. All right, closing out the injuries, Saquon Barkley, back or not? Nah? Maybe. I think he's a 50-50 shot. Um, don't drop Devontae Booker. And, heck, if you check your waivers, see if he, someone drops him thinking Saquon's going to play. Um, this is the time when the starters come back. Like, for example, Chubb is coming back possibly. You might see Dearness Johnson drop somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe so. Somebody might do it. So definitely keep an eye on the waiver wire who gets dropped. But I think Saquon's a 50-50 shot. I, I would think no because it's the Chiefs, but then again, the Chiefs have been terrible right now, shockingly. Right. All right. You just mentioned D. Ernest Johnson. Yeah. It, it, it looks like Nick Chubb is going to come back. Uh, do we think that Johnson might possibly hold down that that uh, that other role? Yeah. And, and yeah. The pass catcher role. He, I mean, he looked great this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he holds it. I mean, Kareem Hunt clearly has standalone value, so I think he's going to have the Kareem Hunt role until Hunt comes back and then completely muddies the backfield. Right. Well, I think I, I think Johnson kicks rocks at that point, right? Oh, yeah, he's done at that point. But um, if I'm the earnest, I would look to, I'd look to get out of Cleveland next year if, if Hunt and uh, Chubb are both staying along. All right, all right. Uh, quick, quick nugget out of Miami, Malcolm Brown, 2IR. Uh, Bro, listen, Miles Gaskin, he ain't it. He ain't it. He's a talented ball player, but Ahmed is so much more explosive than him. So I, I think that Gaskin is going to stay in a pass-catching role, and you're going to see Salvin Ahmed getting a lot more of the early downs with, with, with Brown out, and he's very explosive. And he's going to have – I mean, it's not going to happen against Buffalo, but he, he's got a good 100, 125-yard game on the ground coming very soon and, and he's a good guy to pick up and stash and pray for all right any other uh injured situations with the running backs not really right nothing that that? yeah nothing that jumps out right now thankfully right, um nick, yeah no. nick you're you're interested in stashing samaji p ryan right yeah, it looks like he's the um, he's the pure backup to uh, mix him with with Captain America Chris Evans being the pure passing back. But um, I just found it interesting with Perrine. He had um, eleven rushes, and I believe Mixon only had twelve. So it was kind of split there. But then again, it also goes with the game flow. It's garbage time, so they probably were going to rest Mixon, play Perrine a little bit more. 
But hey, he looks like the he looks like the straight backup right now. I I saw the game. And I was watching the roles. It seems like they they're making him be like the more like the, the Kareem Hunt role. Like I think that both of them can exist. Uh, I think that they they both have some good skills. I think he doesn't have to be the back to mix. I think he's still going to get his touches no matter what. I believe. You know, just from what I've seen the past couple of weeks, I've been. Yeah, I got Joe Burrow in one of my leagues, so I've been watching the Bengals as much as I can. But it seems like both running backs are going to get played no matter what. You're going to watch a lot of them on Sunday. Well, I am. I am. Can you root for them? They've shown that Joe Burrow is best in more, more of a, uh, you know, like a Tannehill role where he's making less attempts, just high efficiency, and he works off of the play action a lot. And that, that's why uh, – Chase is available way down deep very, very often. So I, I think that uh, – I think you're right. I think they're going to play off both backs, and P. Ryan is going to have a little bit of a flex value standalone for the rest of the season as well. And for those of you still in the suicide pool, uh, obviously I'm going to go against the grain this week and take a road team, which I never do, but I'm going to take the Bengals. This is the week to take the Bengals against the Jets. Carry on. Let's move on to yeah, next it's week. Not a, All right? It's not a trap. It's not for a those, trap game. Yeah, it's not a trap. All, all I just heard was money line Jets. <laughs> that's all I heard. You know, you know oh, that's gonna be a very oh yeah, yeah. Because because on Sunday morning, uh, Nick to me posting pictures of Joe Flacco in the best shape of his career. Yeah, go ahead. Please. <laughs> I want what I want Sunday is I want Elijah Moore to have two touchdowns and I want the Jets to lose sixty to forty or something. Sixty to forty. Okay. Right, I just want to see some Elijah Moore scores. Ain't gonna happen. All Probably right. Not. All right. Speaking of the Jets, you mentioned Ty Johnson in your in your article yeah. as a waiver wire ad. This he came week. out of no, he came out of nowhere. Um, Tevin Coleman was injured. Shocker. So Ty Johnson That's what took he does. the yeah. Ty Johnson took his role and he saw seven targets, brought in six catches for sixty five yards. I mean, that's for PPR. That's not bad at all. He might uh, not play. He might not. Production. He might not play this week. His concussion. Yeah. Well, well I'm gonna yeah. look at look at and keep an eye on. Yeah. Ain't that some shit right there? Yeah. All the jets, all the jets <laughs> Game of your life, and now you're yeah. dizzy. Yeah, <laughs> the Jets for you. All right, from one Johnson to another, uh, David Johnson had a little bit of a week too. So, he what did. do you think about that? That's that's all based on the eat game your heart out, the DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> <laughs> and a second rounder. Oh, he, uh, he, has, yeah, he saw six targets in the air. Um, rushed seven times, 25 yards, but five passes. Um, you're desperate. That's good PPR value right there. Full point. If a half, maybe I would fade a little bit, but a full point. If he's catching passes, I'm looking at him. Right. Nice. Uh, last guy you mentioned in your article, uh, you were talking a few minutes ago about trade speculation, is Marlon Mack. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, Andy, uh, that's your guy. Uh, as I mentioned, Love I don't him. think you guys yeah. you don't have to waste a waiver claim on him. I don't think he's gonna get picked up at all. But I got him. keep an eye on him because this is the last waiver process <laughs> to have him because if he gets traded Tuesday, he is the top waiver claim Wednesday morning. And what so did we know? What potentially did we... have the top waiver claim right now. And what did we notice? That, uh when I was talking to you guys. A lot of guys in our leagues, they're trying to get Marlon Mack. They're trying to, you know, get that guy who's projected to possibly go to the Chiefs. So people are trying to make trade offers to me for Marlon Mack. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, you, you see people are trying to project that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got to be ahead of it. Like I said, 
top waiver claim right there, possibly 50, 60% of fab right there. You can have him for free up until Tuesday. Cause I don't think he'll be moved until at least the weekend. Right. All right. Nice, nice speculation there. Okay. Uh, closing out the running back field, a couple of matchups to look at uh, Andy, your other guy, James Robinson. I think he's just basically run away with it from now. Uh, smash spot against Seattle. 63% snap share after Carlos Hyde was basically on the other end of that ratio early in the season. So he's basically a full-blown RB1 now, right? Always listen to the baseball guy. I know my crap. <laughs> All right. And one guy I'm going to tell you, wait one more week and then trade for him. Leonard Fournette has a really tough matchup this week against New Orleans. They're great against the running back. Uh but he has been PPR gold all season. So let, let him let down this week and then trade for him going after, out of that week. Okay. Anything else from the running back position, Nick, before we move on to the pass catchers? Yeah, I think we hit on I think we hit on it all. Swift. Um, Swift is dynamic. Really, really quick. We're, we're going to Swift Oops, is dynamic. Yeah. Sorry. We're going to hit on running backs um, pretty soon. I would keep an eye on AJ Dillon if he's available at all. Kind of feel like the Packers are going to be heavy reliant on the run. With uh, all this COVID news, yeah, I have a bad feeling. I, I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier. My my fishbowl team, I have Tunyon and I have Aaron Jones, and you'd figure I'm in a gold spot with that this week because because of all the news. I just have a feeling it's going to end up being an AJ Dillon week. Why do I that's feel that? What th- that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, I, I'll accept that. But let, let's let's talk about the the, the Packers then. So. Devontae Adams yeah. and Aaron Lazard. Let's 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 figure this out. What's going on here? Yeah, so basically it took me an hour to remove all my Alan Lazard claims because I thought he was gonna be the guy this week. Nick, um, let me tell you let me tell you something funny before you go on about that. So uh-huh. you tweeted that out. It's gonna take me an hour to get rid of all these Alan Lazard shares, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. My wife, God bless her soul, hilarious, freaking made me laugh so much. When she read your tweet the first time. She thought it said alien lizards. I'm like, Nick's got an infestation <laughs> of alien lizards. It's going to take hours to get rid of all. Hours. Hours. Oh, Just hours to get rid of all the alien lizards. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lizard. He's a lizard. Okay, what can I say? We'll put that on there. All right. So once you get rid of all the alien lizards, are you, are you, yeah. are you, are you playing Randall Cobb? So yes. uh, I, I want to keep an eye on Amari Rogers Ooh. this week. I want to keep an eye on him. I don't think I would have any kind of bits to start him, but it's going to be an Amari Rogers week. Um, you're looking at Randall Cobb. He's going to be the number one receiver now. Um, MBS might be back this week. Amari Rogers, Tanyan. Uh, Cardinals played a tight end very well. Don't believe they played any legitimate tight ends, though, this year. But I think that – I think Amari Rogers might do something this week. But I do think that they're going to be heavily running – but I would not fade Aaron Rodgers at all in this matchup. Yeah, he he's that guy that'll just be like, "All right, I got no receivers. F you. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw four touchdowns." Yeah, CBS <laughs> put him at 18 points projected. He's gonna he'll put up no at way. least 20 something points. Especially if they're losing, he'll get the garbage mm-hmm. points. Andy, this sounds like a sneaky GPP play right there, right? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers naked, man. No no receiver. Make it happen. <laughs> he'll do it why not he'll run, he'll run it in three times if he has to absolutely yeah. i love it yeah 
I love it. I love it. All right. So let's talk some injuries. Antonio Brown, ankle injury, kind of caught us off all by surprise last week. It came up last minute. Uh, we expecting him to play again or no? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. not. It's still up in the air. Very, very iffy. Very iffy on that one. Uh, us Godwin yeah. and Evans owners are loving oh, him and being out. Evans is on fire right now. He's awesome. Yep. Uh, but Gronk might be back too. So. Yes, Gronk might be back. Um, not that they're useful, but OJ Howard, Cameron Brait will go back to uh, irrelevance, and Gronk should be hopefully back. Andy, would you say that Tom Brady has a plethora of weapons? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He can throw touchdowns to me, you and him, and still get to seven hundred. Guy's a monster. <laughs> I believe uh, the new Battlefield video game actually had Brady as a 2065 MVP or 65 year old MVP or something like that. Yeah, it's just insane. He's just going to keep going. Sick. All right, Nick, let, let's make some sense out of the Giants. You said that you think Sterling Shepard's coming back this week. Uh, it seemed he was close to playing on Sunday. Um, I mean, he's coming up with 14 target game. And against the Chiefs, where they're going to be probably playing from behind. Daniel Jones is going to throw the ball a lot. All right. Tony and Galladay, are they out? I think Gall- I don't think Galladay plays. I think Tony sits another week. So I think Shepard's going to be the guy. All right. Uh, is there anybody really, like, who's more disappointing than Kenny Galladay anymore? The last two years, just straight garbage. And he got, a, field. He, and he got a big contract to make up for it, too. I don't know what Gettleman was thinking. Dude had alpha written all over him. He was a wide receiver one. Like mm-hmm. he he was he was a second round pick. And now he's just trash. Nothing. Nothing. All right. All right. So we're pretty confident in Sterling Shepard at this point. I think so. I would I would play him as a flex. All right. Uh Andy, I know that you watch a lot of the Jaguars. DJ Chark is now out for the year. Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault, both. Looking fire good, them up, right? Yeah, Looking fire them good. both up. Absolutely. I still think, uh, sh- uh, yeah, it's so weird. Like Chenault just like disappears sometimes, and just he just like I'm really high on him, and then I, I play him in like a hundred DFS lamps, and he gets like nothing, and just disappears at times. And I, he's so dynamic. I just I see him as like a, a young Cordell Patterson. Like he's just he could be like a you can put him anywhere, and he could just do something. You see it or no? That's interesting. I like it. Huh? I like it. Good, good call. Good call. But I, you know, I was high on Marvin Jones in the beginning of the season. I'm going to hope that uh, as Trevor Lawrence continues to improve throughout the season, that he leans on the veteran, which is a a a, uh, a core value that we've had on our teams all year long. So it ten targets let, last week. Yeah, let's go, Marvin Jones, man. Definitely, let's go. Coming off the bye. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Jerry Judy, we think he's going to play this week. He's got a great, great matchup against the WFT. Everywhere, I'm firing him up. I cannot wait. Personally, I thought Judy was my wide receiver one in that draft class. I know CeeDee Lamb has been on fire right now. He also has a better quarterback. But I think Jerry Judy has all the talent in the world. Uh, I was a big fan of him coming out of college. And I think with the right situation, it's kicking fire. I think he's going to be good. I think this is a good blow-up week for him, and I'm, I'm starting him everywhere. All right. And in the event that maybe he doesn't go, does that make Cortland Sutton like the start of the week? No. 
<laughs> just hate Cortland Sutton. That's okay. I just, I, they're, just I, they're all you. It's, I hate putting stock in Bronco players outside Judy. All right. Uh, I, need let, my, let, I need my Judge Judy team name. All right. Let's, let's talk about uh, the Pittsburgh receivers real quick. Cleveland is 27th against the wide receiver position so far in fantasy this year. This is the first time we'll see Claypool and Deontay Johnson coming out of the bye with no Juju who's out for the year. Are we expecting these guys to be borderline wide receiver ones the rest of the way? You know I'm yeah. firing up Claypool. I love yeah. him. Yeah, I think they're both going to do good. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ben's stone of wall, but I think they both have very good options here. And keep an eye on James Washington as a three. He yeah. might pick up the Juju role. It, it it's kind of fun. The Steelers are great because I I could look at both of those receivers as top fifteen options. I put Deontay Johnson as a top fifteen PPR and Claypool as a top fifteen in standard. And there you go. One's for touchdowns. One's for possession. Mm-hmm. Perfect mix. Perfect mix. And Juju- Johnson Johnson's a lot more expensive on the DFS site, so that's why I would. Go towards the clay. Yeah, it's but yeah. there. It's the same yeah. thing. It's your classic, yeah. uh yeah, cash game versus GPP play because Claypool's capable of that two touchdown, you know, hundred and thirty yard game with only four receptions, mm-hmm. where Deontay Johnson's gonna, has games where he's eight or nine receptions with only fifty two yards. You know. All right, so fire up both Pittsburgh receivers this week. That's great. The play of the week. I'm I'm sorry to say. If, if, if you're playing DFS and you don't start Stefan Diggs this week against Miami, you just don't watch football. <laughs> like he's going to eat them alive. I don't care what they do. If Byron Jones is back, if, if Xavier Howard's back, it doesn't matter. He's going to, he's going to have 12 catches this week. Watch fire him up. He's the wide receiver. Number one overall in football this week. Uh, Nick, couple of waiver claims. So you were talking a little bit about Rashad Bateman. How you feel about him moving forward rest of the season? I've been saying for weeks to stash him on your IR. Um, he got six targets on Sunday. That's the team, he's the team lead with Marquise Brown and targets. Um, he's getting better each week, and he's going to break out at some point. I mean, three or six targets. I believe he had 80 yards on Sunday. Again, team lead in targets. He's on a bye this week, so he's probably going to go unclaimed all over the place. You can probably wait. Or he'll probably get waived in the places that he's owned. Yeah. Yeah. So you can easily probably get him on a Sunday morning. But um, he's somebody that's going to be, he's going to get better each week. He was a stud rookie. Um, Injury derailed it, but uh, I think he's coming back strong. All right. Let's do it. Andy, AJ Green's your guy. You've been right all year, man. One bad game, and the rest has all been, uh, been cash game good. I, well, I haven't missed out on many football things. I mean, you know, if I hit a little better on baseball, I could definitely feel more confident about being a baseball guy. But, you know, I might have to change my name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. All right. AJ Green's, look, AJ Green's looking good. Uh, coming out of the bye, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Nick, you mentioned Michael Gallup a little bit. You, you, you yeah. think he's uh, a little bit under-owned at this point? Is is that why you're you're pumping him up? Yeah, he's, uh, ESPN is 51% rostered, but um, he's coming back to a high-powered offense. He had seven targets a week one before that injury, so Dak was looking his way. I wouldn't fade any other receivers with him coming back, but I think he's going to have his target share for sure. 
All right, nice. Uh, any other receivers that you're pumping up on the waiver wire for tonight, Nick? Um, I mean, I wanted Lazard, and clearly the Lizard King got COVID, so he is not <laughs> playing. Uh, Russell Gage picked up. He uh, he had six. Four, he caught four or six targets, sixty-seven and a touchdown. Um, he didn't play since week two, so he did return. And if you're looking for a super deep, um, like a fishbowl kind of claim, Khalif Raymond on the Lions, um, eight targets, caught 115 yards. He also has seen six or more He's targets. He's gone, bro. He's gone. He's only 5% rostered, ESPN. Not in the fishbowl. He's got to be close to 100%. Fish- He's a starter He's- in the fishbowl. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> four, four to seven games, he's seen six or more targets. Yeah. I mean – He's under Ronan in like all these different formats, ESPN, Yahoo, CBS. He's someone that's got to be looked at. Yeah. I, I, I think I think when you're looking at the ownership percentage, you're confusing Khalif Raymond with Raymond Khalif. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else on the wide receiver position before we touch on a couple of tight ends and then get the hell out of here? Yeah, I think I think we got it all covered up. Um, all right. Just keep an eye on those uh those names, especially with the roster percentage, guys getting dropped, etc. All right. So is it is it safe to say at this point that Kyle Pitts is not only the dynasty tight end number one, but he's also a wide receiver number one at this point. <laughs> that boy good. Yeah, he's, he's breaking better. out. He's getting, he's getting better each week. Yeah, listen, I'll tell you what. I wa- I watched a little bit of that game. And we tried to blanket him with Xavier Howard, uh, and he had a day. He just did whatever he wanted. It, it, it didn't matter. He is the alpha. Calvin Ridley can kick rocks. He's in the back burner. Kyle Pitts is the man. Travis Kelsey's getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, yeah. Really? Well, wait, 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 wait. What did you, you just said? Some negative on the podcast of Kelsey. I, I, okay. I, I, I'm saying right. for I'm saying for Dynasty, Travis yeah. Kelsey is still yeah. he's still the second best player. You can, in, you can retract in, your in shit. the NFL. Retract but your shit right now. Please. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is the number God. one tight end in Dynasty right now, bar Ooh. none. And the reason for that is that he's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver that is mislabeled yeah. as a tight end. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and I, I hope to God, like, I don't have any dynasty shares of Kyle Pitts. I hope to God none of these sites do this crap and turn him into a wide receiver in a year or two like that. That's just a mess. We don't want to deal with that, right? No. No. All right. All right. So Pitts, Pitts is, is a superstar. That goes without saying at this point. Andy, yeah. you I, I think you got lucky, but Mike Gesicki's been a stud this year. Yeah. He's a top five. I still five. think you got lucky. He's a top five guy right now. Yeah, and it's yeah. been consistent the last few yeah. weeks, and it didn't yeah. matter who the quarterback was. Yeah. So I'll give you I'll give you that. I, I really truly believe that it's a product of injury with Will Fuller <laughs> being out. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker being out and, and Waddle being kind of recast into a different role. Outside a slot receiver, but Gasecki's been a stud, and there's no reason to expect it to stop. He's going to be looked at early and often, and you can continue to run him out every single week, matchup proof at this point. Um, Nick, anybody on the waiver wire from a tight end perspective that you're interested in? Yeah, um, I mean, under own CJ Uzoma, he's who, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> oh, he yeah. has been that's my man. Yeah. 
He's got the Jets on Sunday. I think that says everything yeah. right there. Um, three to three uh, targets, ninety-one yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, him. Isn't what? he going to be over? Isn't he going to be overdrafted this week? Probably, but he's playing the Jets, and the Jets have a terrible defense with no linebackers. Didn't we just go through this with Njoku two weeks ago when he had a a thousand targets and two touchdowns, and then no, no, no joke, no joke. Yeah, exact same thing. No (laughs) joke. No joke. Who's your mama? He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Who's your mama? Uh, There's a trend here. Yeah. Uh, Other other names I looked at outside of Uzoma. Uh, Cole Komet, because Jimmy Graham was out, he had six targets, 43 yards, and uh, Ricky Seals-Jones is still producing with Logan Thomas still out. Nice. Uh, are, are we ready to call Zach Ertz a tight end one yet? Uh, he had a nice long touchdown. Yeah, and usually, I, you know, the thing that Ertz is known for is catching the ball and falling on the ground because he's scared to get tackled. So yeah. to, to see him get some yak – it's pretty exciting, man. Like I didn't know well, he just, could actually run. Just wait though, because he he had barely had any time to practice with uh, Murray. If you noticed, if you watched the game, he ran to the to the goal line. He went to the left. Murray threw to the right. He was another touchdown that was missed. He he would have had another touchdown. Oh so. man, Trader Andy with the freaking Nuggets, man. I love. I don't it. know where I get this stuff from. I barely watch football. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you full of shit. All right. <laughs> All right, so other tight ends this week. Obviously, Tunyon's in a smash spot. Like, you fire him up, right? No matter what, he's an automatic start. Say yes. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Evan Ingram, we buying in, or is he going to be on the Jets? <laughs> don't don't you dare. He's horrible. He's terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. I saw eight somebody target, post on about May for, May for Ingram on, the, on Twitter. Who, who would do that crap? That was I Nick. Saw, saw, <laughs> yeah, that was me. I saw it being posted on a lot of different boards. Oh, God. my! That was you? Come on, that was man. Me. Oh, I saw it being posted on a few boards. Come on. Ingram only was good <laughs> on Sunday because... <laughs> that idiot is you. Damn it. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. My feelings more, are hurt right where's now. Where's the moron? Get the moron thing on the bottom. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Evan Ingram... Um, eight targets because the Giants literally had nobody to throw to on Sunday. That's the only reason eight targets. If you're absolutely desperate for a tight end, go for it. I don't recommend it. All right. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you that. No problem. Um, so Ingram, no. Right, there it is. I love it. Ingram, no. That's what we're saying. Oh, no. Please, no. All right, Nick. Anything else on the tight end front uh, before we get the hell out of here? Not really. Um, yeah, it's a wasteland. All right. Well, defense is part of fantasy football. Is there any defenses that we're possibly streaming this week? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, Cincinnati. Oh, my God. I, I, you, think you, they, I think they're pretty much widely owned at this point, right? They have it. Do you I see think what so. They did? Do you see what they did last week against Lamar? Oh, my God. They got to him very easily. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a pretty big way to claim this week. Oh, oh, Joe Flacco, he's gonna be freaking jumping around for his life. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Jets. Well, that's the situation. If the Bengals are actually available, you're gonna have to use your waiver priority yeah. or some yeah. fab dollars. This isn't somebody you wait until after waivers runs 
and then pick that defense up. That's not going to happen. And it's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost a lot on the DFS side. Yeah. Um, some good streaming options this week. The 49ers going to Chicago to play Fields. Um, Rams, they're probably widely owned. The Bills right. are widely owned. Um, Bengals are a big one. The How about the, Fal- the Falcons are under-owned. And they, they yes. have uh, your boy Sam yes. Darnold this week. So that's yeah, a good Darnold, one. Darnold, yeah. Darnold yeah. looks like trash. Um, and maybe <laughs> P.J. Walker gets some time in there. But that's yeah. a good that's a good start spot. Uh, on top of that, maybe consider the Seahawks and Jaguar game. Maybe consider yeah, both so. defenses there. Yep. Um, outside of that. How about the Chargers against Mac Jones? Chargers are a good potential sleeper spot right there. All right, nice. Uh, for me, the DFS smash spot, and uh, God, I hate this. I'm not going to do it, but like you have to do this. Buffalo $3,300 on DraftKings against Miami is embarrassing. That's way underpriced. I, I think uh, I, who who's the top defense? Is, is it the Chargers this week? Whoever it is oh. is 5100 And uh, I, I got FanDuel up, and it was the Rams and the Bengals and the Steelers. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. Yeah. The Rams are number one at fifty one hundred, and oh. Buffalo's all the way down at thirty three hundred. Oh, the Bills Miami. are fourth on FanDuel. Yeah, and they're seventh on DraftKings. Yeah. That's uh, embarrassing. I mean, the the last time that that Tua faced the Bills, he got murdered, like literally, like broken ribs. Well, the, this podcast. Listen, this podcast is not about having heart, bro. It's about making money, winning. Trophies, all right. You you smash the button against your team. That's what you do. That's why I'm taking the Bronco, uh, the the Bengals in the suicide pool. Smash. It's all about the money, bro. Let's go. I I would take the Bengals, but I'm not a, allowed to because I've been eliminated in my own pool. Uh, <laughs> Twenty nine teams left, I think. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> there better be a good tip this year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else you want to talk about before we get the hell out of here, Andy? Anything intelligent to, to say and answer this conversation? Well, I'm going to try to find a little free time over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be coming out with some early baseball articles, yes. uh, some stuff from uh, the, uh, the recap of this year and some stuff to look forward to uh, next year, barring the collective bargaining agreement being signed and there not being a work. So, yeah. But we're gonna, we're gonna we're, I'm gonna start firing up some articles. I'm already doing research. I've uh, been listening to a, a lot of uh, you know interviews and stuff, and I got a lot of stuff coming. So be be on the lookout. Awesome, awesome. Nick, Nick what do you got going on? I got nothing much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, he's not the best color analyst in the league for nothing. <laughs> nothing much. My my best advice is tomorrow morning hit that roster percentage and see who was dropped. Perfect, perfect. All right, guys. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Trevor, thanks for all you do for us. I'm at jtrella20. This guy over here over here is at amac22nj. First guy ever on Twitter is at nmimi. Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Hit us up on our website, and we will see you soon. Peace, guys. Take us out of here, Trev. Thanks. Yeah. Come on, get